for this episode again, I just wanted to tell you that Google shut down my Google account for some reason, and uh, my YouTube channel is gone, but I created a new one called Maximania, where I will be posting videos on teaching you how to do magic, so please, please go subscribe to that channel, uh, okay, and uh, enjoy the episode, guys. Hello, everybody, welcome back to Maximania, with me, your host, Maximania. Um, if you guys don't know, I, like I said, I like superheroes, all right, you probably already know that. If you don't, then what? But anyway, um, in this episode, I won't be really talk. But liking superheroes means you like other comic book things, like you will like um, Star Wars and uh, other like you will like a lot of stuff that back in the day would be geeky, but now it's just cool. So, if you guys don't know, I really like Godzilla and King Kong. All right, they're two of like my favorite monsters. Sorry if my voice sounds a little different. I'm a little sick. Uh, don't worry, I don't have coronavirus. I'm just a little sick. You know, I got a cold, so my voice doesn't really work that well. Um, because it's kind of like I kind of lost it. So you know. So anyway, um, we will be talking. Sorry, I didn't do that right. We will be. Um, if you guys don't know, Godzilla versus Kong is coming out in a couple of weeks, and um, I want this episode is about everything you need to know about Godzilla versus Kong. Godzilla edition. So I'll be telling you the history of Godzilla and what, like, how he is. Uh, sorry if my voice sounds a little different uh, than it did in my past episodes uh, with Wynn. I'm using um, I'm using a microphone and I'm using a laptop. So two different hardwares. So if my voice sounds different, it's just because of that. So without further ado, let's uh, listen to the episode. I mean, let's talk about Godzilla. Alright, so Godzilla has been wrecking havoc on the big screen since 1954. It's a lot of years. When the filmmaker unleashed... Sorry, I yawned. Sorry, I yawned. When filmmaker unleashed this judgment upon the world, since the King of Monsters has become one of the most instantly recognizable pop culture's icons in the well over... 30 films, yeah, that's right, over 30 movies to his name and counting. He's also an official culture ambassador of Shinjuku Ward of Japan, and and he's an Eminem song. You know, I could swallow a bottle of alcohol and I feel like Godzilla. You know that one? Yeah, I like that song too. So the big guy is doing all right for himself. Japan, Japanese film production uh, company, Toho holds the key to the ki- the keys to the kingdom when it comes to Godzilla, and the studio has had a very reserved relationship with the Western production uh, companies. In 1998, Trister released Tristar, sorry, um, released Godzilla, directed by Ronald Emmerich and Independence Day fame. The film was not well received by critics and audiences, with many classic Godzilla fans outraged that the titter. Titular character didn't resemble Godzilla or, or carry over any of his characteristics at all. I'm sorry if like I keep stuttering or anything. Like I'm like uh, duh, duh, uh. it's because well I'm not good at public speaking. All right, so and number two, it is weird speaking into a microphone. If there's any podcasters or YouTubers out there listening, uh, you probably know what I mean when I say it's weird speaking into a microphone. And I'm a podcaster, but I do have public speaking. 
issues. Like, I'm not good at it. So, that's why I stutter a lot. So, where was I? Oh, yeah. After the, ni- after the 98 film, Toho kept Godzilla closer to home in Japan until 2004's Godzilla Final Wars, after which the properties lay dormant for a while. But it was only a matter of time when other... Uh, until other Western studios took another crack at the version aimed at American audiences. The 2014 film sparked a rival for all things Godzilla, both in the West and Japan. But we're also living in the past Marvel Cinematic Universe era, and so seemingly every tentpole film is also treated as a launch for potential in- intercontinental movie universe. Many have tried and failed spectacularly, but Legendary's MonsterVerse has far has fared far better than most. The first two films also sorry, the first two films also need need grossed roughly five hundred million dollars each. It's a lot of money. Meaning that even though Godzilla, King of the Monsters, hasn't seen the same promising returns, the franchise has argued arguably already proven itself besides Godzilla versus Kong is coming out in a couple of weeks so it's too late to cancel it also when I said I stutter a lot I have dyslexia so it's kind of hard to like read off you know it should be noted that between 2014 Godzilla to now Toho has also released Shin Godzilla in 2016 as an anime film trilogy on Netflix between 2018-2014, starring with Godzilla Planet of the Monsters. Starting with Godzilla Planet of the Monsters. Though they all star Godzilla, the four films do not do not share in continuity with the MonsterVerse. With all that being said, let's dive in. Sorry, I had to yawn. It's nighttime where I live right now, so... After the legacy development phase, the cinematic universe kicked off with 2014's Godzilla, directed by Gareth Edwards. It's a weird name. Which introduced us with the most recent incarnation of creature of the creature dis- discussing discussing itself from Godzilla's past. This interaction dwarfs most of his predators standing at approximately 350 feet tall with the tail measuring at 550 length uh, in length this version of godzilla truly lives up to his title king of the monsters yeah that's right guys he is 350 feet tall and his tail is 550 feet that's tall man with a long tail I can imagine, like, just somebody, like, like King Kong using it as an advantage. Like, he just steps on their tail. And Godzilla's like, oh, you bastard, what the fuck? And then King Kong's like, ha ha. And then Godzilla just burns his face off. So, in terms of his nature, le- Legendary's Godzilla, like a more conventional animal, seems dis- disinterested and wanted destruction. He's described as being more of a territorial creature. Own that views simply an entire Earth, the eternity of Earth as its own. Godzilla is not interested in tearing down cities or chomping on battleships, but if they're in his way and antagonizing him, yeah, you might be in some trouble, man. Our first well-documented encounter with Godzilla occurs in 1954 when a submarine allegory woke the creature from its eons-long slumber. Accounts vary 
uh, an attempt was made by the American military to kill Godzilla at Bikini at all using an atomic bomb. Though Godzilla disappeared following the attack of the masses rained blissfully. Sorry, I had to yawn again. Unaware of his existence, our place in Earth's pecking order had been fundamentally altered in the minds of those involved. Humankind's first instinct was to, when they saw him was to kill Godzilla, and that was a major mistake, one that thankfully failed because the events of 2014's film revealed Godzilla need, needn't be seen as a threat. Yes, the creature is a force of destruction, but he's also potentially humankind's only hope against the other far more dangerous monsters who slumber around the globe. You see, unfortunately for us tiny little humans, Godzilla is not the only ancient super fonda of its kind. Massive, unidentified terror organisms, more mudos for short, are acting creatures from quite frank from quite frankly making dinosaurs modest by comparison. A single mudo can pose a major threat to civil to civilization. But an unknown number of them lying around the world, dormant around the world, they collectively pose an extinction-level threat to mankind. Recognizing this, an international organization by the name of Mo- Mo- Monarch, <coughs> you ever heard of a monarch butterfly? I'm not sure where Monarch came from, was formed in 1946 following an encounter with the lesser-known Moodition Normana, Norma, 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 Norma Norma, as deposited in tie-in comic Godzilla Awakening. Of tie-in comic Godzilla Awakening. Sorry, guys. Uh, Their apparent mandate to to study, seek out, consult, contain, and if necessary, destroy Mudos in order to protect humanity. Now let's talk about the newest Godzilla movie. King of the Monsters. When I say newest, I mean the one that came out two years ago. In it, we learned that our world was once ruled by Titans. Titans is just another name for the monsters. And that these creatures are fundamental forces of nature. And we also learned that ancient civilizations also once coexisted with these Titans, who worshipped them as gods, even built temples for these respective deities to rest in. Furthermore, the hollow Earth's the hollow Earth story is confirmed with one point discovering a doorstep in an ancient underwater city, indicating that these civilizations may have had access to long distant travels across the planet. It could be argued that some Titans serve as a regulatory system of sorts of living extinction events, if need to be, that maintain order, plenty of health, and means in inherit destructive capabilities given the Toro's original Godzilla was in agri on nuclear devastation and we theorized the King King Ghidorah, um, Ghidorah was allegory on extreme weather destruction caused by climate change. It's likely some other Titans introduced here are respections of an Apocalyptic 
the Patek scenario that could bring forth an extinction level event. I'm sorry, guys. I'm reading this off of a script, all right? It would be, it would explain why these civilizations no longer exist. So here are some new monsters in Kingdom of Monsters. Mothra was the first introduced as one of the Titans. Titans, sorry, my voice cracked. He's basically just a giant moth. Like, just a giant nuclear moth. I don't even know what he is, really. This creature can bring catastrophic, can bring, can bring catastrophic, catastrophe, sorry. But it also seems notably gentle by nature, given that she chooses. Sorry, I keep yawning. But she chooses to s subdue her captives rather than killing them in her larva stage. Wow. Next is Rodin. At first, I thought it said Robin, and I was like, what? <coughs> it's just a, is it just a giant Robin? Then it's Rodin, which is, like, another word for, like, Firebird or Phoenix. And Phoenix means Firebird. And so it's basically just a bird on fire. Who, again, requires little introduction. Titanus Robin, I mean, Rodin, sorry, was discovered in the Isla de Mano Volcano. See, he was born in a volcano. Where he lay dormant. It could be said that his body is living is a living volcano due to his internal volcanic combustions, which causes his body to emit extreme heat. To emit extreme heat, this creature is remarkably agile, being able to match speeds of fighter fighter jets, and the downward thrust of his wings can reduce cities to rubble. So, like, if he flaps his wings at a city, it can like, turn into rubble. Last but not least. Is King Ghidorah, Godiva, Lady Godiva Chocolate. Boom. No, it's King Ghidorah, Godzilla's greatest adversary with power so destructive that most ancient civilizations either choose to keep little record of him or few survive the encounter to tell the tale. He is a three headed creature, reminiscent of the Hydra of ancient mythology. Ghidorah, I'm not sure if I'm saying right, I think it's Ghidorah. Ghidorah is district from Godzilla that it appears to be a creature, for whatever reason, inherently driven to com to comet destructive acts over 500 feet tall. So it's taller than Godzilla's tail, <coughs> and it's taller than three Godzillas stacked on top of each other. Ghidorah dwarfs even Godzilla. And whenever he flies, he brings with him the most destructive storm known to mankind. So imagine a thunder, imagine like a really bad hurricane. And a imagine a hurricane, imagine like one of the biggest, imagine like the biggest hurricane in the world, the biggest earthquake in the world, and the biggest tsunami in the world, and the biggest tornado in the world. Um, like mushed together. Just imagine that. That's the storm he builds. Like, that's how big it is. It's the mixture of five of some of the most dangerous natural disasters in the entire planet, or on the entire planet. For those of you who haven't seen the film, don't expect the monsters who did die here, uh, who did die here to be down to the count as both the end credits and the post-credits scene hinted post-credit scene hinted the return for future titles while godzilla king of the monsters has not been noticeable noticeably less well received than a past two than the past two films there 
No denying that Legacy has put a word has put a world building into its franchise. Now the stage is set for Godzilla vs. Kong to hit theaters in two weeks, though it won't be the first time that these two icons have been cinematic have met have been cinema met, have met on this big screen. So they were um they have been rivals for centuries. Like if you don't know centuries, it's a hundred years. They have been rivally they have been rivals for centuries. And now I guess it's like the final battle. But whenever whenever they fight, Godzilla always whips his ass. So I'm not sure if Godzilla's gonna whip his ass again or if King Kong's gonna win. Actually so I was on Instagram and I saw this post. It was like God it was like King Kong was like, guys, I'll try my best. But it's a radioactive monster. Now, Godzilla is radioactive. Like, he, that's how he shoots fire. Like, he's, like, 90% uranium. So, they were, like, they did have a movie, Godzilla vs. Kong, in, like, the 80s. But it looks like, but you can tell that it was just two action figures. Like, two middle-aged men, like, playing with action figures. And that was just, like, and they used special effects to make them big. Like, but now, they actually look, like, it looks like a giant monster and a giant ape. It doesn't look like a friggin' action. It doesn't look like you bought a bootleg Godzilla and King Kong action figure for $5 on Amazon. And you were playing with it. And they just used special effects to make it big. It looks like a legitimate monster, though, now. So, I'm really excited for this movie. I will make an episode reviewing the movie. Right after I see it. And uh, my next episode will be um, uh, Everything You Need to Know, uh, but it's King Kong's version. So it's history and how powerful King Kong is, not just Godzilla. So, um, yeah, I'll talk about King Kong in the next episode. Uh, make sure you go check out my YouTube channel where I'll be te- posting videos on how to do magic tricks, you know, with, like, cards and stuff. Um, if you listen to the beginning of the episode, then you would know. Um, I'll also be posting on my second channel, yeah, I have two channels called the Four Horsemen, where it consists of a magic group with me, uh, Wynn from the trees, and two other people, um, I hope the Four Horsemen isn't copyrighted from now you see me, because if it is, then I'm in trouble, but, um, yeah, so, uh, long live the king for Godzilla, hopefully he'll win, I'm rooting for Godzilla, and Godzilla vs. Kong, um, let me know who you're rooting for, um, follow me on Instagram, at Maximania, um, go check out my website, Discord server, uh, make sure to favorite my podcast, uh, subscribe to it, and, uh, follow it, so, uh, yeah, bye guys, and remember, uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember my end thing, I'm just gonna say, and remember, magic is its own reality.